Welcome to The Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. We'd like to welcome back today... Dave Garrett, founder and owner of TimerTrack.com, a subscriber service that tracks market timing professionals. And uh, it's been several years, but this second this is the second time we've had Dave on the show, and he speaks to us from World Headquarters from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Dave, welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio. Thanks, Charlie, and it's great to be back on your show. So, Dave... Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, I'm a BYU graduate, as is my wife, as several of our children. So you can thank us for the growing economy there over the past few years, you know. Okay. And, and we hope that, that it all continues. So before we start on timer track, give us a, a 90 seconds on, uh, on Dave Garrett here, will you, Dave? Uh, how did you get to where you are today? Well, I started in the industry uh, years ago in my mid-20s. I'm almost 70 now, so I've been in the business a long time. I started in the industry uh, working for an investment advisor, and he was a tactical manager. It was called Security Funding Corporation. And so he kind of taught me everything I know. And back in those days, I would get on a hand a small calculator that plugged into the wall, kind of hand-sized calculator, and uh, use that calculator with a tape to calculate our, sig our timing signal every day. And I'd keep a big log of all that, and, and we would buy and sell based on an algorithm that he had developed and learned about, and it worked like a charm. It was based on the advanced decline line, and it was simple. We ran a 30-day weighted moving average on the advanced decline line. And when those two lines crossed, we bought or sold. Well, very interesting. You, you guys were really in the forefront of uh, tactical investing then, back then. That, that's right. We, uh, I remember when we found funds that also had money market funds associated with them, no-load funds. And, boy, we, nobody had ever heard of doing this before. And we started doing it, and it worked like a charm for, for many years. Wow. Congratulations. So that's how I started. Okay. And then uh, how did you gravitate toward uh, Timer Track? I, I left him and went on my own as an independent broker with one of the independent uh, brokerage firms. And that was, oh gosh, when was that? Early 80s. I started to do that and uh, ended up with uh, Prudential Bates for some years. Left Prudential Bates and went on my own, started my own RIA, basically tactical management, and was there for some years. And I still have my own RIA. Uh, it's called Garrett Capital, Inc. But throughout that period, I wanted to use things change, and I wanted to use other timers, not just my own. Ours wasn't working as well as it did, so I started using additional timers that I found. I was disappointed in a lot of the work that a lot of things that occurred because I didn't get what I expected. And so in about, oh, 1999, we hired a, a graduate, an IT graduate from school and had him build our own website here at Capital. 
and embed in that site uh, the ability to track market timers. And we had that embedded right in Garrett Capital. Nobody saw it. We used it. We entered the buy and sell signals. We tracked them against indexes or whatever we wanted to track them against. And after a couple of years, we said, gee, we have all this data. There's got to be other people who, who wouldn't ever use our service that would want the data. And so we kind of spun timer track off from our embedded site into its own site. And that's really the genesis of timertrack.com. We started taking subscriptions and people signed up and we had more and more timers want to be tracked. And so gradually it just grew into what it is today. And it, it's, it's not as big as it was a few years ago. And I, I think the basic reason is that the whole concept of tactical management is out of favor right now. Yeah. And it's been hard hard to be a tactical manager right now. You know, it's got to be cheap and um, uh, ETF, index, and buy and hold. And that's, yeah. you know, that's been the case, yeah. uh, you know, after 2009 started running up. And that's the case. But we all know things come and go. And uh, they're going to come much sooner than uh, many people realize here pretty soon here. So, first of all, uh, let's set the record straight. Timer track. Spell it for us, will you? It's T-I-M-E-R-T-R-A-C dot com. One word. Timer track. Timer track. One word. If you go to CK, it'll refer you, but it's T-R-A-C. Okay. So, tell us uh, how it works, will you? It's pretty simple, really. We uh, allow a developer of timing models to be tracked on our site real time for free. So if you're a market timer and you have an a algorithm or a method that you use to buy and sell within the market, you can come to Timer Track. We will track you for free. Their requirements are that you deliver to us your signals real time. You can deliver them a number of ways. 99% of those that we track deliver them via email. And we will timestamp that trade when we get the email. So if you send us a trade tonight at 10 o'clock p.m., we'll timestamp that trade at 10 o'clock p.m. You say buy the market. On the morning open or tomorrow's close, you'll get the trade. And once that's time and once that's time stamped, it's in. We're not going to change it for you the way it is. And so we're pretty hardcore on the concept of you have to deliver them to us for us to track them. We have to be assured that we got it. If we didn't get it, you don't get it. And so we're, we're kind of hardcore on that because it's all we really have to offer is our credibility. Right. But we'll do it for free. And we will track you. We'll keep track of it. And then a subscriber comes into the site. And But before you get subscriber here, just a quick uh, question here. Uh, do you, uh, is this retroactive in any way? Somebody comes and says, I've got a five-year track record here. Can we bring this track record in, in, in with us in any way? Yes, you can do that on one condition. If you can get an AICPA to verify that you perform these trades real time, we will accept that 
AICPA, attestation letter. And we'll publish that letter on our site. That's an AICPA. That is a CPA who's a member of the yeah. national, you know, CPA right. Right. organization. Society, yeah. Attested okay. so under those conditions. I think right now we have one. Okay. <laughs> one timer who okay. has done that. So that's not likely to happen. So typically when a, what you call a developer who is an asset manager, okay, uh-huh. comes in and uh, you start from the day that they start with you. That's correct. We the record start starts, okay. The day they start, we start logging those trades. Okay. And then the other side are the subscribers. T- tell us about that. So a subscriber pays us for the ability to see everything we've got. The only thing a subscriber cannot see is the most recent trades. Okay. So a developer... <laughs> yeah. And the, and that, Otherwise, that's, they'd uh, copy the trades. and <laughs> Right. They don't need... They don't need the the developer, so we protect the developer by allowing him to put on his trade a certain delay. So he says, I I want a three-day delay or I want a 15-day delay. I think they can go as high as 30 days, but most developers are one week or 15 days that that the delay before that trade is able to be seen or shown to a subscriber. Okay, so subscriber pays per month. Okay, and then quarterly, 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 and they're allowed to see whatever there is on the site. And then how does the developer get compensated for what? They don't. They they don't get compensated by us. If a subscriber likes what they see, the developer will get a call directly from the from our subscriber. They're not through us. The subscriber goes direct. I see subscriber can go directly to the site. Now, one additional thing the developer has, which is really useful, is that he can put on his site what we call the timer track medallion. That medallion allows anyone on his site to click directly through to timer track and to see just that developer's work as tracked by timer track. So if you click on the timer, if you're on, say, a site called, let's say, Sniper, whose bond signals are working pretty well these days, you'll see the timer track medallion on the Sniper site. You go, oh, timer track. And you click on that, you'll be able to see all of Sniper's work, but not anyone else's, just Sniper. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Without being a subscriber. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. A subscriber, you can see Sniper. Okay. Because you're on his site. Why not? Uh, right. So, so would you be comfortable in sharing with us some numbers here about how many developers do you have or asset managers, uh, and and I presume many of them have more than one strategy that they uh, yeah. that they publish. Uh, they do. We have. Uh, yeah, I am comfortable. We have. Uh, I should have looked this number up. We have about five to six hundred strategies we're tracking right now. We probably have an average of two to three strategies per developer. So we have developers of 100 to 200 that we're tracking. Over the years, uh, we've tracked around 4,000 strategies that have come to, to Timer Tracks, tracked them for a while, and left for whatever reason. And usually the reason that they leave is that the performance is yeah. not what they had hoped it would be. Right. 
Yeah, it's like professional athletes. As long as they perform, right. they stay. They only retire because <laughs> they can't play anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Now, these, these quote, developers, are they uh, companies? Are, are there any mutual funds that are on there? Or are they just private individuals, a lady in Mexico City, a guy in Al- Albuquerque? Uh, you know, are they, you know, primarily Americans? Uh, tell us a little about the developers themselves. They're the asset managers, okay. people, the strategists here. Okay, and there's some stories here. Um, okay, good. Most most of them are individuals who may have small firms, and that they're in the timing business. A lot of them have websites where you can go to their site, subscribe to their service. Uh, they email you on a on a mailing list when they get a buy or a sell. They may have a small organization and, you know, one or two staff members, and, and they're in the business. They're, they're, we call them pros. They're in the business of timing. Then we have another set of people that are actually asset managers who actually are RIAs, who actually manage money for a fee. They generally always have a website, and they have a staff, and we treat them exactly like the individual who's not managing money. You know, they send us a signal, we log it, and that's it. There are probably about 5% of our developers that are not domestic, I mean, not U.S.-based. Okay. And those those who are not U.S.-based are primarily in Australia or Europe, or we have, I think, one or two perhaps in, the, in Asia. But there are not very many. Most of them are... And they're individuals, too. They fit that same profile. I haven't seen a mutual fund in there, although I have had a number of developers who have been hired away to hedge funds. And oh, really? It's kind of interesting because hedge funds, the hedge funds say no more time or track. <laughs> they have to quit us. That's another reason to quit. I guess that's a pretty good reason. But uh, we've lost a few that way. Yeah. Dave, if you could speak a little louder here. Uh, Salt Lake City's okay. uh, kind of far from Orange County here. so. Okay. How's that? I wasn't speaking Yeah, that's much better. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and then we have uh, a few kind of larger organizations, some people who do manage as third parties uh, some mutual fund assets. I don't recall an actual mutual fund that we track, but there are people who work with mutual funds that we do track. So I have a story about one individual. I'm not going to tell you his name, but one individual, great guy. And he used to encourage me. He said, why don't you, why don't you charge the developers? And I'd always drag my feet. I said, no, I don't want to do that. It's kind of a conflict. If I start charging them, they'll put the pressure on me to do this or do that. I don't want to take any money from them. And it's and he said, oh, you ought to keep, you know, 100 bucks a year. That would be nothing. Anybody could do it. Well, I got a call about six months later from a mutual fund. And they said, do you know this guy? And I said, yeah, I tracked him. He's the same guy who was telling me I should charge him. And one of the questions they asked me is, do you put any money from that guy to track him? <laughs> and, and I could, in all perfect sincerity, say, no, he doesn't pay me a thing. And they asked me for a verified track record of what we had from him and so on and so on. I actually think he's, He's working for that mutual fund or running money for that mutual fund right now. Anyway, so we don't accept money from these guys. We don't accept any compensation. 
And every now and then I have one of them come to me and say, you ought to do that. And I say, no, nah, I don't think so. And then invariably it turns out that they're glad I did for some reason. And I'm glad I did take money from them. So it's, it makes it harder to make money when you're not. It's like Moody's. Moody's can charge to the company. Yeah. Give them a bond rating. Right. And I don't know how they get away with that. Yeah, I know. Well, we found out in 2008 they didn't get away with it. Yeah, but right. They, they've been doing it ever since here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so a subscriber then goes on the site. They pay a subscription, a quarterly subscription fee, and then they're allowed to see anything and everything on the site. Now, are there conservative uh, investment strategies, or are they all pretty, uh, pretty aggressive ones? Uh, do they use futures? Uh, is it the commodities market? Uh, is it currencies? What, what, what's available there? Okay. Good question. Uh, we get the full range from very aggressive to conservative. The nice thing about Timertrack is that you can take, a, a, for example, there's one we track called Q5, Q5 Tracker. So Q5 is an individual. He's not uh, accepting accounts right now that I know of. You could call him if you wanted to and find out for sure. But but he has kind of an aggressive signal but TimerTrack allows the user to apply that signal to conservative assets. For example, the signal is built around the NASDAQ, which is a little bit more aggressive index. Right. Well, I can take his NASDAQ buy, buy, sell, short signal. He'll actually go short. I can, I can take that signal and put it on the utilities index. Right. In cash. I, yeah. I don't have to short and by putting that utilities index on his signal, I can see the performance as if he were timing the utilities index. So not only do, does it run the gamut in terms of their own aggressiveness, the user can become very aggressive, put a guy's signal on a three times index, or he can uh -huh. apply the same signal to something very conservative. Okay, very interesting. And then they... The, the subscriber then contacts the developer, and the developer says, I, I, I presume that, uh, you know, they'll just provide the signal as this uh, one does, Q, Q5 does, or uh, the, the, they can do an auto trade arrangement, correct? If the developer has an auto trade arrangement, they can refer the subscriber to that, but I'm out of that part of it. They may okay. or may not okay. have auto trade. Yet. Okay. And then they compensate, then the subscriber then compensates the developer, whatever the developer's fees are, to receive the signals or do the auto trading or however it's involved. That's correct. And we're out of it at that point. You're we out of it. We receive nothing from the developer. We don't even know who does that. Okay, and, and you don't know how really how much they charge or anything like that, or is that on the site? No. Okay. It's on their sites, most of them, okay. but uh, I, I have no idea. And we, we provide links to their sites and, and contact information. Okay. But as far as the, the, the developer's relationship with the client that contacts them, I'm, we're totally out of it. We okay. have no idea. Okay. So uh, uh, who are the subscribers? Are the subscribers, are they institutions? You know, uh, Notre Dame Foundation kind of places, or or is State Teachers Retirement Fund of uh, Arizona, or are they just individuals? Are they investment advisors who are using this? Who are the subscribers, as best you know? 
Good question, and you, you've, the, the, your last phrase was the, the right one, as best I know. Because right. All we really see is a name and an email address. Yeah. That's about all we know from them. Occasionally I can, I can guess who they are by their email address. And so I can kind of guess relatively accurately by saying this, most of our subscribers are actually professionals who manage money. Really? In, well, yeah, in one way or another. I, we originally designed the, the site thinking it would be investors, people who yeah. want to do it themselves and want to find timers to use. And we do have a lot of those. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to find that most of our subscribers are pros who are looking for ways to improve their own performance or ways to plug in their clients to something different or tactical or whatever. Uh, sorry, I can't be more detailed than that, but I'll have no, the that's email okay. address. Yeah, that's a, the, the, that's a good uh, a good start here. Thank you. So, so what in your experience? First of all, um, looking at the site, I didn't see contact uh, information. You, you guys don't answer the telephone uh, and and answer people's inquiries that way. No, we haven't too much in the past. Down at the bottom of, of our site, there is a contact information call oh, okay. number. But we don't man that phone all the time. It's way down on the bottom. By the way, we are in the middle right now of bringing our site into the modern times. Okay. We, are, we realize the site is very legacy. It's been there about 20 years. We haven't done much at all with it over the years. So right now we're working on the what we call the public site and then the back end. We're, we're in fact, hiring the same guy who's now a big shot with Logitech. Oh. Uh, he's going to help jump in and help us. Help okay. us do the back end. But so that's in the works right now. But okay, good. Uh, yeah, you can contact us and leave us a message on the phone. But we generally do, we don't man, man the phone. Okay, okay. So um, how do you understand? Well, what do you do to understand what people's concerns and misunderstandings or misperceptions are about the site, or or do you? Well, we do. Uh, we have people who uh, answer emails. I've even called people on the phone to help them out with various issues. Uh, so we do try to get right back to people. And most of our inquiries have to do with subscriptions or something like that. Okay. Occasionally we have people who don't, don't understand something. We try and call them back and, and tell them what we can, help them the way, whatever, however way we can. Okay. Does that help? The misconceptions generally tend to revolve around, gee, I expected to get real-time signals, and I expected to be able to subscribe to them through your site, which we don't do. I Try see. to make it clear. So it's kind of systems issues and questions and concerns yeah. here, mm-hmm. things like that. Okay. And wh- like what, that. Is, what is the bigger challenge for you, to get more subscribers or to get more developers? Because you've got to have both. Obviously. Yeah, got to have both. Uh, good question. And part of the answer is that we have done nothing in, in recent years. Timertrack's just kind of run on its own. We haven't really tried anything. I think we run a Google AdWord and we limit it to $100 a month. And once we hit the $100, it stops. I mean, it's we just haven't done much. It's just kind of run itself. And I have two people that, that help out with Timertrack. But I believe a lot of our subscription interest is a function of the market. 
And so in a time like this, when we are all by hold and by, and the, you know, I, I blame this largely on uh, the central banks of the world, yeah, yeah, which have put us in a situation where the markets, I mean, look at what we're in right now. I have never heard more negative news. Yeah, I know. I know. Right it. <laughs> and the markets are near high. I know. <laughs> it, this is really amazing. Yeah, it is. Are amazing. It is. And if we go to, if we, and so I think this is why you have so many timers who just can't make heads or tails of the trend or, or what's going to happen yeah, because right. it is different, yeah. way different. And no. we get negative interest rates in the United States, I, which I believe we're going to. I mean, uh, you know. We appear to be on our way. To, yeah, we appear to yeah, be on our way. Yeah, they're coming. Those are coming. If those come, it's going to totally change everything we live with right now. It's going to totally change. So, yeah. Yeah. This is an amazing time we live in. It is. It is. So, Dave, a um, question we'd like to ask all of our uh, guests here. What keeps you awake at night? Well, timer track is not it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I sense you might ask that question. Really, timer track is kind of, uh, it runs itself. It doesn't, I don't worry about timer track. We're simply tracking the people and what, what it, it is what it is, if you remember that phrase. Okay. The things that do keep me awake at night in terms of the economy, and, and I've got a master's degree in economics, but the things that do worry, worry me about the economy, that probably the biggest thing is the coming possibility of negative interest rates. And yeah. maybe not at the moment they show, show their ugly heads. They're already running wild in Europe. And 17 it's trillion now. It's over. Yeah. 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 It's when it, it's, it's when it's over. Yeah, that's right. Awake at night. Unwinding, no, no question. So Unwinding. How, how about a recommended book on investing for our listeners here, Dave? I have kind of resorted almost exclusively to articles rather than books. Yeah. And my, my primary source is John Molden, just like he's becoming a primary source for so many people because he publishes a wide range of people who agree with him or disagree with him. I read a book about trading a few years ago called Flash Boys. Yeah, yeah, I read that book. Yeah, Michael Lewis. Okay, if, if Michael Lewis, if, if yeah. profanity keeps you from the book, don't read that book. But, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But the book, yeah. the book's about trading, and yeah. I think everyone should know that book simply because it opened the door for me to what's really going on, at least at yeah. that point in time. Yeah. And yeah. it, it, the implication is there's new stuff going on right now that we don't know about in that's the right. world. Yeah, yeah, and, so, and you know, uh, the, the, there are enough prophets of gloom to discourage anybody from getting up in the morning, you know, and yeah. that is certainly uh, part of it is, um, uh, you, you know, who, whoever gets milliseconds uh, uh, to, to, to the trade first, you know, gets in yeah. before the others yeah. and they make money. And oh, my goodness, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and the third question we'd like to ask is, what's the best advice about investing you've ever received or heard about? Oh, the best advice about investing probably came to me from, uh, I think it was a triple set, a, a book, a two book set. Uh, that I read many years ago. I think it was called The New Market Wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Swager. Yeah, remember that book? Yeah, yeah. had two of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, and I can't remember which which trader he was talking about who he was interviewing, 
but the trader said, what I do is when I, when trades begin to go wrong, I cut my investment down. So when he gets in a losing streak, he would immediately begin to cut his, his investments down. And the, the size of each trade, be, you mean? The size of the each trade? The size of each trade. Okay. Yeah, go by half or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some way yeah. to take it down to zero. And every time I've done that, it works. <laughs> I, I, I lose less on the, on the losing streak. Yeah. You're still alive. The other bit of advice is that if you're good at timing, you don't need to invest to bet the ranch. If yeah. you're good, you can start small because uh-huh. you'll, your small investment will be big sooner or later. So why, if, if you're really good, you don't need to bet the ranch. You can start very small because if you're good, that small is going to get big. You know, I, I really agree with that and, uh, and, and uh, try to practice it myself. And, and what, what makes total sense there is the fact that when, uh, as I've heard stated more than once, it's not the size, it's not the, the size of the loss, it's the size of the trade that kills people. And it's not that they lost 65%, it's that they invested way too much and lost 65%. You can lose 65% if, if you're investing 1% of your portfolio, right? I mean, That's it's right. not that big of a deal. And so that is so important. And there are so many people I have met after the fact, okay, yeah. that, you know, they, they were just dumb. And it wasn't so much that, they, that they, they, the percentage they lost, but they had invested too much. So. Thank you very much for yeah, that. So, so Dave, uh, for those who would like to know more, timertrack.com, track with a C, dot com, yep. and they just go on there and look, and it'll tell them everything they need to know, really. And uh, if they do have any questions, they can reach out to you guys uh, according to, to the website there. Yep, according, yep, and that's, that's it. We welcome anybody to jump on board, give us a try. And uh, people who subscribe generally get what they want. They might go away for a couple of years and then come back. They do their evaluations on timers. They pick the ones that they want, then come back a few years later, take another look, see what's, see what's new. I see. And if uh, we can ask a subscription per quarter is about how much? Per quarter is $75. And that would be what we'd call a uh, trial subscription, $75. And, oh, by the way, we're, in the next few months, we're coming out with a trial subscription, which will okay. be 10 of the signals only. So you can only I see. Okay. And that will let you play around with that, but that'll be our trial. Okay. A uh, year is about 150 Okay. Okay. Well, Dave, thanks very much uh, for joining us today. You've got a very, very interesting uh, site and business model and everything. And I'm sure there are uh, thousands of investors who've uh, appreciated over the years this opportunity. And uh, we wish you and Timer Track continued success here. Thank you for joining thank us you. today. And thank you for having me on. I appreciate you and Paul. You're always great to talk to. And I think you've got a great show. And so good luck to you, too. Hey, thank you very much. You, you, you put a good uh, Irish Catholic and a good BYU boy together, and you never know what you're <laughs> going to come up with here. You know? yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks so, again, you. we've been talking with Dave Garrett, founder and owner of TimerTrack.com. You've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. 
We'd love to have you contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and you can go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright, wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing. Strategic Investor Radio is a production of OC Talk Radio and is provided for educational purposes only. Content of this program and the views of the guests should not be considered as recommendations by OC Talk Radio or investment advice from the host Charlie Wright or any other entity attached to this production. Investors should always consult qualified financial, investment, tax, or legal professionals prior to investing.